For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or... House cleaning. Or... Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All righty then. Welcome back to Sports Nation Live right here on Nationwide at 90 FM Garfield. That's the crew with you for the next couple of hours. Um, before we get to basketball, I'll give you some score in the Jamaica Premier League. Very United, coached by Donovan Dukey, got the better of the defending champions, Cavalier United, but Cavalier FC, FC, whatever they call themselves, Cavalier. They got to the better of them by uh, one goal to near. I don't know if it's a soccer club or a football club, but I know it's one of them things. Um, so Very United getting a win over the, the defending champions, Cavalier 1-0, and the big, big Big result of the day. The big team down at Trent. Put more in the play today. Yes, yes, a big team. Put more in the play today. And to the small <laughs> sports complex. That team from down that side. And it done. The team in red and black. Coached by Paul Teagan Davis. They whipped. <laughs> they got the better of Montego Bay United by three goes to one. And this is how good Arnett is. We know we couldn't. We didn't want to play them with all of 11. <laughs> so we sent off two players. And it was down to nine players. And they still beat Mobile with 11 players. They beat them 3-1. So... That is how big my team is. Well done, Anik Gardens. Put my United, your beating is coming up soon. All right. So we leave football and we go <laughs> to some basketball. For that actually a week. <laughs> We're going to be joined shortly by the broadcast assistant for the Toronto Raptors, Mr. Mike Roach. But before that, let's talk about what's happening. Now, the Eastern Conference playoff field, that is wide open. The Milwaukee Bucks, Brooklyn Nets, to the left of 76 and the Miami Heat. They are the clear favorites emerge from the East. No other team has better than an 11-1 odds, 11-1 odds to make the NBA Finals. Now the Nets, they're currently in eighth place and in real danger of needing to survive the play-in. They are play-in and play-off. In the good old days, it was a play-off. Now we are playing and play-off. Now facing Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons, surrounded by shooters and former All-Stars, could be the prize for the Heat or Chicago Bulls. Should they navigate their own injury issues to capture the top seed? Now, the Bucks will face a boot of gauntlet just to get back to the conference finals, regardless of whether or not they have to play, say, the Sixers or the Heat, the Heat in the first two rounds. The Bulls, Cleveland Cavaliers, Boston Celtics, Toronto Raptors, there are no cakewalks either. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Hawks, who were tied at 2 2 entering game five of last year's conference finals against the Bucks. Face a very real possibility of missing the playoffs. As this says, this is going to be fun, but there's no basketball in the league this weekend because it's All Star weekend. But let's hear from the pro himself, the broadcast assistant for the Toronto Raptors, Mike Roach, who joins us to look at the East 
and also what we should expect this weekend um, for the All-Star weekend. We should describe Mike as our co-host. <laughs> he's just not here physically. He came to Jamaica and just had his red stripe yeah. and left and didn't come join us, but <laughs> such is life. Mike Roach, welcome. Hey, Mike, what's up? Uh, next time I'm in Jamaica, I want some red stripe, Atkins, saltfish, and fried dumpling on air. <laughs> on air. We will arrange it. We will arrange it. And we'll make sure the YouTube cameras are up so you can <laughs> um, have the folks listening. <laughs> All right, Mike. Um, Let's talk about the East first. It seems to be very, very, very interesting what's happening in the East. As they take a little break for the All-Star weekend, but the East is getting very, very interesting. It is. You know, when you look at the seedings, the first place Miami Heat, as you just mentioned, if you go through uh, the standings and you go down to the seventh place Toronto Raptors, they're only separated by five games, (laughs) you know, and that's seven teams. You go down to Brooklyn, and they're separated through seven games only. That's probably as tight as it has been in the Eastern Conference in years. We have not seen this much parity throughout the league, but especially in the Eastern Conference, because typically what you'll see is one, maybe one, two, and three completely separate themselves from the rest of the Eastern Conference, right? Kind of like what we're seeing in the West when you look at Phoenix, Golden State, and Memphis, but the East, I mean, you have the Milwaukee Bucks in fifth, you have the Boston Celtics in sixth. There's no guarantee that once you start the playoffs, the teams like Chicago Bulls and Philadelphia will be able to beat a Milwaukee Bucks in the first round or a Boston Celtics. It's going to be tough. It's really going to be tough. I'm not sure which way these matchups will face. I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to the playoffs, it's definitely about matchups. And mm-hmm. as of right now, when I'm looking at all these different styles in the East of how these teams are playing with the Miami Heat, they're really deep, right? And they got a lot yeah. of players that have that playoff experience. But then I look at a team like the Chicago Bulls, and they do have a good record, but do I trust them in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I can't say that I do right now. Philadelphia is another team third place in the Eastern Conference, we know they're good, and we know that they have an MVP candidate in Joel Embiid. Now we're just waiting to see what they do when James Harden joins the lineup, right? We're waiting to see that. We still don't know what that's going to look like. We're assuming it's going to be good. But as we've seen many times, things often look good on paper, but they don't materialize when they're on the court. Team like Cleveland, again, Fourth place in the Eastern Conference. Now, they do have young players, and they look solid. But there's an experience factor that comes in when you get to the playoffs. And I just don't know how they're going to be either. So it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. Mm. Um, when you look at all of these teams, the Brooklyn Nets would have been weakened. I may argue that... Um, the loss of James Harden may be a blessing in disguise. Milwaukee Bucks are the defending champions, the Brooklyn Nets. If you were to put your neck on the line, Mike, looking in your crystal ball and say the team from the East to go all the way to the NBA final would be who? Who would you bank on? Now, is this if everyone's healthy? If everyone is healthy. Full roster, everyone is healthy. If everyone is healthy, I go with Brooklyn. 
I go with Brooklyn. Right in that, what? even if they even if they went in in that eighth spot. Whoa! I go with Brooklyn. A healthy Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. I mm. I can't go against that. What what happens if they make it to the the playoffs and uh, what, what what the Kyrie situation? That's that's what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. How does um, that work out? <laughs> that's a very tricky situation. That is yeah. a very tricky situation. Um, unless the un, unless these mandates get lifted, right? Um, he can't play at home, so. Right. I mean that's if if you lose in the first round, which is very much a possibility, by the way, especially if you're going up against a Miami in the first round, or I don't see them losing to Chicago, right? But I mean, if you play a Philadelphia and things are clicking with James Harden, and things are clicking with Joel Embiid, both of them in the lineup, mm-hmm. there is a good possibility that Philadelphia will eliminate these guys in the first round. Especially if there is no Kyrie Irving, so I mean, if they don't, if they don't win, especially based on Kyrie Irving, because the thing is, Kyrie Irving will be able to play in Philadelphia. But if hold this, on, Mike. hold on, Mike, I want you to help my listeners. So, just in case we're assuming that everyone knows what we're talking about when we say the Kyrie Irving situation, can can you just explain to the listeners who may just be joining and saying, what are they talking about? No Kyrie. Explain to the listeners why we're talking about no Kyrie. Okay, so the the state of New York has a mandate when it comes to the to the vaccine. The players must be vaccinated if you're going to play in the state of New York. He has been on record saying he is not going to take the vaccine. So he is not allowed to play in any home games. He cannot play in the Barclay Center. He cannot play in Madison Square Garden for the Knicks and and in Brooklyn. So he can play on the road, which is the thing, because these other states do not have the same vaccine mandate. So when he is playing in uh, the state of Pennsylvania, uh, when he, going against a team like Philadelphia, he'd be okay. If he goes to a place like Illinois and he's playing Chicago, a uh, place like Ohio and he's playing Cleveland, then he's all right, but he can't play at home. That's the only problem. So what I'm saying is is that if he gets in a seven-game series with any one of these teams, he can play in the away arena, but he cannot play at home. So you, you, you probably only have four games because more or less they are going to be the, the, the away team. There'll be four for the seeded teams above them and three for, for, for Brooklyn. So more or less he'd be able to play only four. Four games. Pretty much. Exactly. You know, so now there is a possibility that that can change before the playoffs begin. Um, I know, for example, I'm not sure what it, I'm not sure what they'll do in terms of the, the mayor and whoever is running the city. But I know in Toronto, we had no fans in our, in our stands for the last couple months, February 21st, it goes back to 50% capacity inside the stadium and on March 1st, it goes back to 100%, and they've removed the proof of vaccine. So now all the fans in Toronto that are going to be coming to the games do not need to be vaccinated, and the arena will be 100% capacity. 
So things can change quickly. I'm not sure what it'll be like in in New York by the time the playoffs start in April. Mike, Mike uh, say, say that the, the protocols remain the same. Is it that they could pay, play carry Irving, but they will be charged a fine? You think they will risk paying that fine and to have carry Irving on on the court? I think they absolutely should. They absolutely should. It it will not be a steep fine. I mean, these teams do have a lot of money. I think it sends a bad message personally. Um, especially when you have staff in the arena who cannot be in there unless they're vaccinated. So I do think it sends a bad message, but um, I I do think if ultimately if you're trying to win, it seems pretty ridiculous to me that he can play all these games on the road against the same players, breathe, sweat, do everything on the road, but can't do it at home. It doesn't really make sense to me. So I think they probably will pay that fine. Chemistry like where when he's with the team. I mean, they had to be vaccinated. He has refused, but he's allowed to play when they're on the road. That is, what what's the chemistry like amongst the team? Is there any bad blood? Is there any grievance? Would you? Um, well, I I do think that some of his teammates are probably annoyed. I know James Harden was. I tell you that much. Um, but at the end of the day. Uh, he's a grown man, and you can't force him and tell him what to do. You just got to respect the decision he's made, and you just got to move forward with it. So, I mean, I don't I don't think there's a there's a huge problem from the rest of his teammates. Um, I, I think they've they've come around to to understand that. Listen, that's the choice he's made. He's sitting behind it. He's not wavering on it. And the fact of the matter is, is that he's just not going to take the vaccine. So, like it or not, you just got to respect his decision and move forward. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on that situation, and we'll keep an eye on the East. The East is is hot, folks. Anyone of the Bucks, the Nets, the Seventy Sixers, and the Heat. Mm. We'll we'll wait that. Well, Mike, this weekend there are no league games. It is the All Star Weekend. What can we look forward to? I know people just think it's just a couple of days off to rest and do you know some tricks and things. What, what can we expect for this All Star Weekend, and what happens after this All Star Weekend break? So, first of all, last night the Rising Stars game was fantastic. One of the best that I have seen in years. They actually changed the format. And they had four different teams and played like a tournament style. So I right. thought they started that off pretty well. It was competitive. There was no uh, there was no time. It was an Elam ending. So it was the first teams. The, the, the first two games were first to 50 points, which was really nice because you didn't have the time to bail you out. So by the time the score was tight, they really had to play defense because it's all about who gets to 50 points first, which was great. And then in the championship, the winner of the two games played each other, and um, they played first to 25. So that was competitive. The games were really good and probably the best we've seen in a really long time. Now tonight, the the skills challenge is always exciting, and the three-point contest is really exciting as well. The question that we have is, how good is the dunk contest going to be? That's always the big question because they still have problems getting the big names to get into the dunk contest. And is that in it? Is that more in it? 
John Morant is not in it. He actually oh. quoted, if you want him to be in it, you got to pay him a million dollars. That's what he said. This seems like a, a modern um, challenge that the NBA is having. Before, you, you would have the, the, the big names in these dunk competitions. Yeah, there was Mike and, and, and all of these Yeah, guys Mike and Kobe. A lot of people didn't know yeah. who Kobe was until he was in it. Right. Too, right? So, getting these big big players to, to participate in the dunk competition now. Um, I don't know, you know, I think it's, I think it's a bad look to not really have some really big names in there. Like this year you have Obi Toppin from New York. You have Cole Anthony from Orlando. You have Jalen Green from Houston and then, um, Toscano Anderson or from, from Golden State. Nobody knows who he is. But he can make a he can make a little name for himself. He can make a little name for himself tonight if he does well. Jalen Green is a nice rookie. We know who is, and Cole Anthony is a decent player as well. Obi Toppin is the guy who I think is a bit of a sleeper out of New York. But I mean, I don't know. Back in the name, back in the day, you got bigger names to to be in the dunk off, and it's a it's a little disappointing. I would have everybody would love to see a guy like John Morant, you know, in the dunk contest and. Some others, I don't know. I, it might be a situation of, of compensation, maybe. These guys want to be paid. I mean, they get a little bit right now, but if you really want to get these big-name players in the dunk-off, you're going to have to start forcing up some money. I don't know if it's because... I mean, I've never seen an NBA dunk-off where a player has been injured. I'm not sure if you, if you have. I don't know if they think there could be a... Injury liability, like injury risk or something like that. And because maybe there's risk there, they want to be compensated more. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. But it is disappointing that we don't see some bigger names in the dunk contest. It, it should be interesting to find out why. But uh, I have to glue to my TV tonight. I'm saying that, that I want to see, to see what they come up with. Because every year they, they get more and more innovative. So let's see what tops the list um, this year. And then tomorrow, of course, is the big one, the, the All-Star Game. Well, I say big one in quotation marks because these guys will take it for fun. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just all-out attack and no defense. Uh, so 120 to 119 or some score like that. Mm-hmm. Um, should, we, should we read anything into the All-Star Game? No, I actually think they need to find a way to improve this somehow and make it a little bit more meaningful. You know, like, I mean, some, I don't know what they can do, but if they can find a way to give the All-Star game more meaning, like they're actually playing for something, I think if the team in the West or team in the East wins, they should get a very small advantage somehow come playoff time or come finals time, I would say. The team that wins, whether it be East or West, whoever is in the NBA Finals, the the team who's representing the East or the West should get a small advantage somehow. I don't know how. It can't be too big because they do play 82 games for a home court advantage. So I don't know how they would do it, but it would be nice to actually see these guys come into an all-star game and actually compete and want to win that game because of a reason. Like I swear, a couple of years ago, these guys almost scored 200 points. 
Yes, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> you know, they're just I, I, running up and down doing nothing. I think what they should do is make it very tangible. So, so put some money on the board. Get a big sponsor, um, a Budweiser, somebody. Put put mm-hmm. a twenty mil on the on the table and say winner takes all, and you you donate it to charity or something. Because I know they don't need that's, it. But that's so like Alan Stanford. Yeah, put, yeah. Put, put some money on the table, but don't let it be that you, we are sitting there just watching. Um, people just running up and down the court, and we're having one fifty to one forty-eight. Yeah, I mean, no defense whatsoever. No defense yeah. whatsoever. Everybody's just joking around. It would be nice to see. I mean, you get it once a year. All the best players right next to each other, being, you know, lackadaisical and just kind of running around. I mean, it's not really that enticing to watch. Like the All Star Game to me is the worst part of the whole weekend. Yeah, I I like the Saturday better. I like yeah. the skill challenge more. I like the dunk contest and the three point contest way more than I do the All Star game. Absolutely. So I'll be watching tonight more than I'll be watching tomorrow. I can tell you that. Um, all right. So coming out of the break, Mike, I think we asked you last week who would benefit more coming out of this break. I think you had said the the Nets. Did I say Brooklyn? Probably Brooklyn. Yeah. I think you said Brooklyn. You still stand by that, that coming out of this week, though the break, that the Nets will be um, better for it? Still do, because Kevin Durant is still down, and he needs time. Uh, Kyrie Irving, the situation with him not being able to uh, play at home. So they still have some time. Hopefully things uh, change in regards to the law for him, and Ben Simmons gets a chance to get acclimated with the plays on both ends of the floor for Brooklyn. So I, I still do think overall... When you look at it in totality, the Brooklyn Nets will have the biggest advantage coming out of the All-Star break. All right, let's watch and see. I, I can't wait for later to watch um, the best part of the weekend. Mike, as usual, thank you, my friend, for keep up the good work. We will be in touch again next week as we get some more of what's happening in the best basketball league in the world. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And and I'm going to hold you guys to that Aki and Saltfish and Fried Dumpling. Don't think and, and I'm going to forget. No, and by the way, when I come back to Toronto, I'm linking you because oh, of course, 2020, I was there. I watched when they, I was in the arena when they they played. I don't remember who they played, but it was a big blowout, and the atmosphere was great. So when I get back to Toronto, I'm going to give you a call. Absolutely. All right. Don't worry, yourself. I'll go and climb the tree as soon. Oh, thank you. Take care. Take care. Right, take it easy. Home. You've been listening to the Mike Roach podcast. Where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at oxp.media or at microach7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week. For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Leftovers 
or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.